Hello and welcome to the latest episode in the Oz Movie Geek podcast. I'm your host, Pato. Today I'll be reviewing The Way Back, the Ben Affleck and Gavin O'Connor team up again after the successful The Accountant. If you haven't seen that, definitely check that one out. It's a very strange action film and not your typical action film, but something to definitely have a look at if you haven't. But uh, this film was something that... I was really keen to see in the cinemas, but because of the COVID-19 outbreak and pandemic around the world, unfortunately, cinemas closed before this one had a chance to release here in Australia. So it's finding its way now on digital, which I had the chance to see, which I was very lucky and I'm very happy I did as well. Um, But before we get into that, let's do a bit of housekeeping and I guess update you all on what the plans are moving forward. Uh, Like I said, I'm catching up on a few things at the moment. So I do have some reviews in the works at the moment. I would love to do a review of The Servant, which I mentioned in my last uh, podcast for the platform. Um, And there's some other films and stuff I would like to review as well. There's some Disney Plus exclusives that have made their way out. Uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain, which I got a chance to see recently and I really enjoyed it, surprisingly. Um, I would like to review that one. I also want to review Togo, the other dog-related film that I had a chance to see as well on Disney Plus. Um, And there's some other films as well and some TV shows that have made their way onto streaming services early Um, and things I want to play catch up on as well. So look forward to a few more reviews. I'm going to do another Blu-ray roundup as well. Um, I've got a stack of films I want to talk about there. Um, But yeah, let's get stuck into The Way Back, like I said, directed by Gavin O'Connor. So let's check it out. You know, my dad told me last night, he said that you got a full ride to Kansas. You just quit. Why? My father didn't like me very much. And someone told him I was good at basketball. And he paid a lot more attention to me. And I realized it wasn't me that he loved. It was what I could do. I spent a lot of time hurting myself, trying to hurt my father. I never picked up a basketball again. I need a new coach, Jack. You're the first person I thought of. The team any good? No. <laughs> In fact, the last time they made the playoffs, back when you were playing. It's the whole team, 10 kids. You want to know why they're leaving you open? It's because they don't think you could hit the ocean from the beach. Oh, snap. Heard you're coaching basketball. Just my mind off other things. You don't decide the game. The players decide the game. I understand you're trying to motivate the team, but we have a code of conduct. Oh, bullshit. I'm working on it. Work harder. is not as bad as its record. We have to trust each other. We have to have faith. I just want you to be happy again. But you kind of want it too. Don't underestimate the impact you can have on them. You got this. No, don't just nod. I want to hear your voice. Yes or no? Yes, coach. You're nervous. I get it. Truth is, they're more talented than you. Probably got a better coach. But I promise you, they are not a better team because they haven't been through what we've been through. They don't know adversity. They don't know what it's like to get knocked down to have to get back up again. They don't know what it is to fight. Who are we? Hey! 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 We can't change the past, Jack. What we can do is choose how we move forward.
So The Way Back was directed by Gavin O'Connor and stars Ben Affleck and follows Jack Cunningham, who was a high school basketball phenomenon who walked away from the game, forfeiting his future. Years later, when he reluctantly accepts a coaching job at Alma Mater, he may get one last shot at redemption. So like I said, this was a film that uh, was on my radar because I'm a huge fan of Warrior. I really like The Accountant, uh, Gavin O'Connor's last film, and Miracle is another sports classic too. So seeing Gavin O'Connor go back to that um, inspirational sports movie story was definitely something I was excited to see. Um, but yeah, I, I had this one on my radar and I guess I didn't really know it was coming out. I saw the trailer a couple months ago cause it released very late before the uh, theatrical run. Um, and I did see as well that it was coming to cinemas in March, but because of uh, the change of things, I guess, uh, the film was released in cinemas flopped majorly because people just weren't going to the cinemas and it was in the process of everything shutting down as well. Um, it made its way to digital. So I did have the chance to see it. And like I said, I was excited to see it too. Um, so let's get stuck into some of the positives of this one. So I think the best thing about this film and definitely my favorite aspect of it was Ben Affleck. Uh, this is one of his best performances. Now, I've never thought he was a fantastic actor. I think he's a fantastic visionary and creative as far as behind the scenes. The town Argo, even by some standards, Live by Night, and Gone Baby Gone uh, are four fantastically directed films. Like I said, Live by Night is a bit iffy, especially the third act is very, very messy, but he is a fantastic visionary and he has a great sense of what makes up a good film. And I think now that he has directed uh, quite a few films with those four in his repertoire, he definitely has more of an understanding of what, I guess is expected um, from an actor under certain circumstances and he knows how to get better performances from actors so i think that's definitely helped him as an actor as well if you have a look at ben affleck in the early 2000s i mean we can go through some of the worst films that have graced the silver screen with jiggly um daredevil just some really terrible films surviving christmas is another one but I think in recent years, he's definitely picked up the game and he knows what, I guess, he needs to do as an actor now. And I think because this is a very personal story for him, uh, Ben Affleck has dealt with his own alcoholism during, I guess, his own life and personal life. And Jack Cunningham, the character, is a crippling alcoholic where it affects his whole life. He's drunk every night. He's carried back to his house. He just can't function without, I guess, that's that's alcohol uh, during his life and I think because of the rough upbringing the different things that have gone wrong it's definitely something that Ben Affleck can really relate to um, and I guess we've seen that through him and his troubles over the years especially with alcoholism Ben Affleck's been in and out of rehab for many years and I think that's why he is so connected with this character and why you can relate to him so much because there's so much on on the line here and I guess we're seeing Ben Affleck wear his heart on his sleeve because this is him, I guess, in, in, in a way. And I really did enjoy that. And I thought he was really good in the film. Um, it would be up there with his best work. I think Gone Girl is another example. But again, it was a role that was very much a part of him. Um, ben Affleck in the early 2000s after a messy divorce with J-Lo uh, was a tabloid star. We saw a lot of things about him during that time. And I guess it was a redemption of him coming back to the silver screen as a director and as an actor as well. And then Gone Girl, I guess, because Nick Dunn's character in that film is very much in the tabloids and is attacked on so many different levels. He, he was able to bring a lot of himself to that role as well. 
And I would put those two performances as his best work. And I thought he was really good in this film. I thought he was really, I, I don't know, just very, very grounded and gave a very realistic performance. And I, I really like seeing that. Like I said, I don't think he's a fantastic actor. I think he's a, a very talented performer and he's always consistent but I just don't think as far as an acting prowess he's a very natural actor so I guess what you see is what you get and he's very one note but here that worked for him because it was very much him being himself in many aspects and I really did enjoy that and I thought Gavin O'Connor got the best out of him in that that sense especially in the third act um certain things happened I guess with his alcoholism and I guess things start to crumble and fall apart and you see him relapse into a stage of his life where he doesn't want to be, but due to his own mental struggle and his own battles, I, I guess we see that progression and um, that decomposition of, I guess, his sensibilities. And it was really interesting to see. And I thought as far as that aspect of the film and the character study of that we see of Jack Cunningham, it was really interesting and I really enjoyed it. And I think out of the characters I've seen so far in 2020, which isn't a lot. Uh, he's definitely one of the more complex and relatable characters. And I really did enjoy what Ben Affleck was able to bring to the the silver screen in that sense, or I guess the small screen, because I didn't get to see it on the big screen. But yeah, I really did enjoy Ben Affleck. And like I said, I think he could really relate to that role. And I guess we can relate to him because we can feel that he is very passionate about that um, stance and I guess that sensibility. And I really did enjoy that. The direction as well, Gavin O'Connor has been a directing powerhouse for a while now. As soon as you see his name attached to anything, I'm always interested. After Warrior, which is one of the most underrated films, I think, of the last 10 years, it barely made anything at the box office. But that ending, every single time, just is a kick in the guts. It still gets me and it's wonderful. And I, I love it. And it made me go back and watch Miracle, which I hadn't seen before. I love that film too. The Accountant, like I said, is a really strong action film and definitely different to most but a really enjoyable film nonetheless so i was excited to see this and i think gavin o'connor does a really good job directing this film as well he has a real unique visual style he actually reminds me a lot of i guess fincher in a way just in the way that the shots are framed but more so in a tonal sense as well i can see a bit of fincher shining through He's just a really, really good filmmaker, and I really do enjoy what he is able to do in that sense, and I, I think he did a really good job here, um, and I, I would really like to see more of him doing this kind of thing. I guess it's in his wheelhouse, the comeback story of a sports star, or just that bond between characters. I mean, Warrior isn't really a comeback story. It's more of a family-orientated story about two brothers who were so distant and pitted against one another by, a, again, an alcoholic father. But he does that really well. And I guess the accountant has its own battles as well. Ben Affleck's character um, is autistic. But I guess the way that that is incorporated in the film feels very natural. And I think he's a very natural filmmaker and is able to engage the audience on a more realistic and personal level, which is something that I guess we don't see a lot from more big-budgeted horror films. Uh, not horror films, just films in general. Big-budgeted films are Hollywood films. Uh, compared to like an indie film or a smaller budgeted film. But I think Ben Affleck's at the stage in his career, Gavin O'Connor's at the stage of his career where I guess they've matured as filmmakers, both filmmakers, but also just as creatives as well. And I think that O'Connor would have been able to work with Affleck to get that real, that realistic tone and that real 
personable story and I really did enjoy that and I think they worked really well together and I'm keen to see the two of them work again maybe even bring on Ben Affleck as a writer he's a good writer so maybe bring him on as well in that capacity and maybe they could work on something else I do know the accountant too is in the works I'm excited to see that as well but I really did like Gavin O'Connor and what he was able to do here the themes as well the film follows some heavy themes of redemption alcoholism and purpose and all of them are handled with care and respect. I found the story compelling, and whilst at times the story did dip into, I guess, some pacing issues, uh, the unpredictability of Jack's character and the way everything was handled as far as the way he was handling his problems, the way that he was able to balance, I guess, his newfound purpose of coaching these boys in basketball and seeing, I guess, when he was thriving in life, he wasn't able to you know, fall back on alcohol and those issues and other personal and mental issues that he was dealing with, but able to really deal with the fact that he is, I guess, making a difference in these kids' lives. There is one character, Brandon, who is the captain of the basketball team, and he gets quite involved, I guess, personally with him um, because he sees a lot of himself there. Um, Brandon is offered many scholarships during the film. It's only talked about in one scene, but he is quite talented as a basketballer and Ben Affleck really wants him to succeed because I guess he sees a lot of himself in this kid and he wants him to make the right decisions to move forward. But the kid's father um, was in a similar situation as Ben Affleck and due to injuries and everything, he wasn't able to succeed in the basketball world. And he sort of loathes his son in that way because his son has the talent and he doesn't want his son to make those same mistakes as him. But at the same time, there would be a hint of envy and jealousy there as well, I think. And that's what I got from the sequence when Ben Affleck confronts his father. Um, I, I just thought that it was, uh, yeah, it was just handled really well. And I, I really did enjoy those smaller character moments. I think that they really made you connect with Jack, even during the final act, like I said, where things really fall apart for him. You can still really relate to him. And whilst you wish he wasn't making those mistakes, you can understand as well with the pain and trauma that he's been through as a character, you can understand why he would be acting in that way during those sequences and I thought it was handled very well and I, I, I did enjoy the way that those themes really played into the overall and overarching story. I just thought it was done with respect and care and rather a more realistic sense rather than being that cliched and over-the-top sensibility that we are used to in these big Hollywood sports redemption stories, especially considering that there are Quite a few of them, but I guess we haven't really seen one in a while, so it was kind of unique to see that, and I really did enjoy that aspect of the film. I do have a couple of negatives, though, and I guess the first is the sporting movie cliches. Now, you can't really escape these. They're always going to be there. The film follows a very similar formula to what we've seen before in films such as Miracle, such as Warrior, such as Moneyball, just that very similar sort of sports stories, but... It just felt very Moneyball-esque in that sense, uh, which wouldn't be a bad thing if Moneyball didn't exist. But because it does, The Way Back does feel like an imitation. Mind you, it's a, a good imitation, but it's still an imitation. And I would have really liked to see it stray away a bit more from those sequences. The sporting montage that we see of them winning games, it, it does it in the way that Moneyball did it as well with the scores flashing on the screen um, after a game's been won. And we can slowly see the team climbing the ladder and getting to that point where they could potentially make playoffs. Now, I didn't mind that aspect, but at the same time, I guess we've seen it a hundred times before. So whilst the character stuff was really unique and different, the more sports movie cliches were definitely prominent. And I would have liked to have seen it break it a bit, but I mean, 
it is a, a tight and true formula. And I guess people are really used to that and they're expecting that in their sports movies. So I guess if you're expecting it and wanting to see it, then of course you're going to really enjoy this. But I guess as I am quite familiar with the term um, of a sports movie and the themes that come with it, I guess I was more woke to that point. And I did enjoy it uh, nonetheless, but I, I definitely felt those cliches and some of them were, you know, roll your eyes, a bit cringe inducing, but I guess we do expect them when it comes to this stage in these kind of films. Um, the other was the lack of character development from the other characters in the film. Yes, this is a character piece that follows Jack during the film, but it would have been really nice to get to know some of the other characters, maybe some of the team members. We get to know Brandon, the captain of the team, but really on a surface level, there's nothing really deeper there. So I guess the more emotional beats that are hitting towards the end of the film, they didn't hit as hard for me because I just didn't care as much about the characters. Jack, most definitely, because we spend a majority of the film with him. But I would have liked to have got to know some of the boys more that played in the team. It would have just really made you connect with them on a deeper level. And I guess it would have made you feel for Jack, especially in the last uh, act of the movie where he can't go and see the boys because he is in rehab. And I would have liked to have seen maybe a bit more of an emotional kick at the end there. It could have hit hard and it probably did for some people, but I just wasn't on that level because I didn't know the characters as well. So in Warrior... We have the two brothers at the end and they come to the realisation, you know, it doesn't matter who wins sort of thing at the end of that film. It was really emotional and impactful because we got to know those characters where here we just don't know them as well. So it just doesn't hit as hard as what it could have. Um, but yeah, The Way Back is definitely worth your time and I'll give you my verdict. The Way Back is an unexpected and surprisingly realistic tale of redemption and a man finding his way back into society and regaining his purpose. And Affleck gives a career best performance for my liking as Jack. The Way Back is worth your time. And if you get the chance, definitely go and see it. And I'm going to give this one a 7.5 out of 10. I did really enjoy it, guys. But like I said, it does follow some of those cliches. And some of the pacing at times was a bit slow. But not other than that, like it was really enjoyable. So that brings this episode to a close. So thank you all for listening. Like I said, I'll have some more reviews coming for you shortly. I hope you're all staying safe during uh, self-isolation and staying at home. It's a bit trialing, I suppose, for everyone, but just make the most of it. Catch up on some TV shows. I'll post some recommendations during the week as well of some things you definitely need to catch up on. Like I said, I'll have reviews of The Servant coming very shortly, the Apple TV Plus exclusive. Um, I'm also hoping to have reviews for The Art of Racing in the Rain, Togo. I would like to review Rear Window as well. And I might even jump in on a bit of a video game review coming up so shortly as well. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, guys, check out some of my other reviews. Check me out on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, enjoy, guys. Peace out.